y'all. Welcome back to the Pull Up a Seat podcast with Kelsey and Allie. So it's been a hot minute, friends. <laughs> um, a lot of stuff's happened since, I guess, we last met. When was the last one? A hot second ago. <laughs> it was, let's see. Um, December 9th. Whoa. It's, <laughs> it's so April. much has happened. It's April 13th. So, we love that. Well, we're back, and that's important. Um, so, chaos is happening in the world right now. I mean, which relates, I guess, to our lives, really. Yeah. I mean. Hey, it's while we're here right now. Yeah, we're, we're all going through <laughs> a little bit of chaos. We're both back. Well, I'm back in Benton, but Allie's in Benton right now because. Temporarily. Because of this chaos, so that helps, Yeah, the I corona guess. has knocked out power. No. No, tornadoes. Tornadoes <laughs> have knocked out power, which lets me stay at home because my job is still open. So, people would have a lot to say about that. But yes. anyway. And, yeah, so, I guess since the last time we talked, I moved home from Conway. So, that's its own adventure. And then, um, about three months into me living at home coronavirus shut down our world and so we have been living that quarantine 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 life Ooh, that was fun (laughs) Fun i mean it's a new world for us all i mean i can't quit kicking it (laughs) she can't be quiet when i start to talk she kicks something um but um we are just living a whole new world of uncertainty Worry, fear. I know everyone's kind of crazy about it. Yeah. I've calmed down a lot more. I mean, obviously at the beginning you're like, oh my gosh, so new, so fear. No one's in control. We don't know what's going on. But yeah. thankfully we do know someone who's in control, first of all. But yeah, I mean, we're just having to go with the flow, really. Yeah. Which- it's been such a different thing for everybody. Like Nobody knows how to deal with it. And I think that... It's just been very interesting to watch as everyone responds and, like, seeing our, like, public officials respond because they don't even know what they're doing. Like, it's Mm -hmm. a day-by-day thing. But we actually texted a few friends to uh, see what they wanted to hear on on the podcast. And someone said, like, how are we dealing with this pandemic? And first off, let me just say that Whenever I've been in the house for so dang long, I like, I I just can't sit still anymore. I can't. Like, Netflix and chill, that's not fun for me anymore. I just feel like the best thing about this whole, like, for me in this whole thing is that I am still working because I know I would go absolutely insane having to stay at the apartment all the time. Because I do have to still be in Monticello because I am still um, working every single day. So, it's just been interesting working with the public while this chaos is happening. Because anytime someone coughs, I'm like, run. Like, <laughs> get out. <laughs> sanitize. Like, clean everything. Off? Like, it can just be scary. So, yeah. It, I mean, it all is this so is scary, but. Confusing. Just because. No, it's the fear of the unknown, obviously. Yeah. Everyone has that fear. So, so, I've been spending a lot of my time um, making up things to do. So, today, I counted it up. I applied 
for a total of 12 jobs. And, you know, living that teacher life, trying to get me a job by August, which is fun because um, schools aren't open right now. So so why do you need a teacher yeah. when you don't even go to school? <laughs> and I'm like, please hire me because I can't be an employee. And so I have um, I applied for 12 jobs today, and I heard back from one of them, so that's good. But I am... Trying to busy myself, I guess, with random things. I don't know. I busy myself with cleaning because I'm such a stress cleaner. So I don't think there's a single thing left for me to clean or or organize. Like in like nothing left. Like I have done my car three times, like every other day. I do my room every single day. I or I've organized all my drawers every. Shirt and pants and shorts are perfectly folded. Like, I am practically color-coordinated in my closet at home in Monticello. And then, like, here, I came home this weekend, and I organized everything, went through my clothes, Listen, what fit, she, what didn't fit. She went through her entire closet, and I just laid in her bed and watched. <laughs> and also, before you freak out, and you're like, Kelsey and Allie aren't quarantining. They aren't social distancing. We've been together since it, like, was announced that it was supposed to be quarantined. So, like, at this point, if if I'm going to expose her, she's going to expose me. It's already happened. It's already happened. That's what you're talking about at the apartment because I live with two other girls. I was like, if one of us get it, we all get it, and that sucks, and I pray that we live through it. But, like, how do you not be around your roommates and not eat around your roommates? It's just like a family. I mean, you're yeah. you're not self, you're not quarantining from your little kids. So how am I supposed to quarantine from someone I live in such a small quarters and have an apartment with? So, I mean, scrutinize us if you want, I guess. Yeah, I've literally been with Allie more than I've been with any other human. Like, she left. What was that like? A week and a half ago, and then, like, two days later, I went to Monticello and stayed with her for two nights. Then I came back home, and then she came back, and then she was supposed to go back today, but, you know, they're out of power. And so she she texted me this morning and was like, hey, I'm not going to Monticello. And I was like, well, good, so I'm coming over. And I've been with her all day, and, like, I think her family has just pretty much decided that I live there now, maybe. I don't know. It's, like, the normal sort of us to be there and be together, but I can't be my, by myself. Like, I tried reading. I read a whole book, which was really good, and then now I just got bored with reading, and I watched a TV show, got bored with that. So, um, I'm looking I've for the next I've been doing best. so much. I've been so successful today, feeling really accomplished, getting out of the house. Um, the DMV, to get my driver's license was absolutely insane. They lock the door, only let this many people in at this time. You have to sit this far apart. I'm like, what has the world come to? Are we going to shut down every time a dang disease happens? Or are we just going to continue to live our lives? Because we cannot shut down the world all the time. Since, I mean, since you're being so productive, does it count if I'm with you and you're being productive? Does sure. It, <laughs> I mean. Because I go with you on all your errands, but I just am not doing, I don't have anything yeah, to do. Yeah, I, I have things that I need to get done. So, like, I'm productive in things that are essential. 
And like she doesn't have anything, but like and I I'm would supportive. be supportive. Yeah, supportive. I'm just being moral support, being a really good friend, and living life and riding along to every other place that she goes, because I'd rather not sit by myself. But speaking of riding around, um, would you like to talk about us? Uh, we are pretty much funding a business here. We are pretty much <laughs> funding Dunkin' Donuts, and this is not sponsored by them. But I honestly wish they would sponsor us. Maybe we should reach out to them. We should. <laughs> So, I need to get the app because I did not have the app. And why am I not getting free drinks? I saw it on their cup. Nuh-uh. Yeah. What? So, why are we not getting free drinks? Because I have went for the past, I went three times in the past two, three days. Like I know I went three times in the past two days because I went twice yesterday. I just don't get it, honestly. I don't know if I'm addicted to iced coffee that bad <laughs> or if I'm just crazy like i mean in this <gasps> boredom i know there's that she just found the app i found the app in this boredom <laughs> i mean what else do you have to do besides drink coffee i have been running a lot so i can drink the coffee y'all can't comment on me i have that is actually something i have been doing i've been running and that is not normal if you know me i also don't picked up a new hobby tennis i know it's random but my roommates <laughs> like to do it so it burns a lot of calories. So I thought, you know, why not? So if any tennis players are out there, want to train me because I have no idea what I'm doing. If you're a professional tennis player, please let us know. <laughs> LMK, please. LMK. I, um, I haven't, oh, I, I play Wii. She plays, she plays Wii now. I mean. <laughs> I want to get a Nintendo. I want to get like a Nintendo a DS. No, I want a DS. I don't like want a Switch. Old Tommy? Yeah, I want like I don't even know if I, I know want what a Nintendo I want, Switch is. You I want a Nintendo. I want my game back. Cooking Mama and Nintendo. Sponsor me, Nintendo. Sponsor me. Okay, we're gonna be shouting out places that just sponsor us because we're around or we do their things all the time. Yeah, if we talk about it on the podcast, I feel like that's worth it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe would they hear us? I don't know. Probably not. We can tell them that we talked about it. Send them the link. <laughs> She's currently signing up right now, if you didn't know, about the Dunkin' Awards. <laughs> I have to. But honestly, yeah, why have we not? I don't know. Because I don't even go to Starbucks anymore. It's not worth it. It's not as... Well, Starbucks is closed. Well, Starbucks is closed anyway, so I don't go there. But, like, in Monticello, there's Monticello Coffee Company. And then the gas station coffee is really good. And I know it's random, but, like, if you've ever lived down south, you know that it's, like, all gas stations have the best food and the... Okay, anyway, sidetrack. So, yeah. Had the best we just everything. have been making ourselves busy by doing random things. But I have had a lot to do and school. But since the power's out and it's not supposed to be back all week in Monticello, all of our assignments aren't due until next week. So, this week I'm going to get other stuff done besides school that I've been needing to get done. And so, I'm going to feel really successful after this week. Hopefully, I get to stay here, though. Because I'm not going back to an apartment with no power. That's a joke. If I'm just hoping that she stays here because I need somebody to be friends with. I, I almost started crying last night because I thought she was going to have to go back. And I was like, who am I supposed to talk to now? <laughs> oh, but And her family probably is like, get her out of our house. No, my parents, just like when she comes in, they're like, oh, yeah. Just like their kid's home. So funny. I am there. The other day when you were on the phone with your mom, I was like, it's your favorite child, me. And she's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> That's Karen for you. She's oh, a Karen my. for sure. Um, 
But now I guess we can kind of transition into not like the real, because this is definitely the real subject. Um, obviously, like the pandemic and what yeah. are we doing and all this stuff. Do you have hope? What about your worry and fear? Um, so I guess to touch basis on that a little bit is everyone knows that I have bad anxiety. Um, I'm pretty sure I've talked about it on here. Yeah. But, um, so my anxiety is really bad. So at the beginning of this whole virus, like I was freaking out, not because of the virus, because of the crazy people and the toilet paper hoarders and the, um, people who are just still walking around sick and having to work in the public. And I guess just all the unknown fears and like, is things, are things ever going to get back to normal? Like, what about school? What about work? What about, you know, summer plans, all this other stuff. And, um, so my anxiety got really, really bad. And so I've been working on that, trying to find ways to cope, scripture to go to, um, remembering that Jesus already has the victory and that even through these scary times that he's right there with us, pulling us through. And so I feel like that's something that I'm really relying on because I know I struggle with fear and worry. Some people struggle with like, I am the, I guess the uncertainty part, but some people struggle with like not being in control and other stuff like that. At me, at, I was just, at, I was definitely at adding her, Kelsey. <laughs> at Kelsey. But um, <laughs> mine's more of the worry and fear, I guess, aspect, the anxiety, yeah. um, the uncertainty, just the n- fear of the unknown again. Yeah, I think I don't know. At first, I was super disappointed because, like, I'm I'm a senior in college, and so like. I was really looking forward to things like graduation, and since I'm a teacher, something our school does that's kind of different is we have, like, a pinning ceremony, and we get to, like, be pinned as a teacher, and just things like that that have all been canceled, and I was supposed to have at least, like, a month and a half left with my internship kids. You know, I'm in fourth grade now, and Um, I'm no longer going to get that time with them, and now I've really got only two weeks left, and then I'm done even getting to get on, like, their Zoom and stuff, and it's, it was so heartbreaking, but I did, I, like, have found some different things kind of to cling to, and something that I've really noticed is, like, it's like God is using this time to slow me down, Mm -hmm. like, I've found time where, like, I'm not saying that I've always, like, I put Jesus on the back burner, but sometimes in the middle of all the chaos and in the middle of school, in the middle of internship and all the things, it Jesus kind of got put on the back burner or, like, quiet time with Jesus got put on the back burner. Yeah. Like, I go to church and I sing and I do my thing. And that's not on the back burner, but, like, just spending time alone with him got put on the back burner. And this time, these, like, it's almost been, I guess, almost a month. Close to a month. Yeah. yeah. And through this month, I found time to just spend time with Jesus. And, like, I've been working a lot on music. Um, We have been recording a lot of songs. We've spent some time, like, I have come up to, like, our church. We have, like room like it has a piano by itself and I just went and, like I don't I don't know how to play the piano but I'm trying to learn <laughs> that's another thing I'm doing during quarantine um but you know just um spending time with him it, it's it's finding the good things out of the bad situation yeah and finding you know you have time now like 
and I read a post, and I, I, I would give credit if I remember who said it, but I don't remember who said it. But it was like, you know, we say, oh, I can't read my Bible. I have homework due. Oh, I can't pray. I have to go to work. Oh, I can't spend time alone with God because I have to go in. I have a huge meeting at work. And it's like God took all those things. He stripped it away, and he's like, what's your excuse now? You don't yeah, I feel like a lot of people are feeling that way. They're like, I've seen so many posts about, we finally have time to build this for the kids. We finally have time to um, throw that softball with the family. We uh-huh. finally have time to do this. We finally have time to do this. Like, we've been wanting to do this forever, and no, we've never been able to just, just chill at home and all this stuff. And so many people, so much, so many things are healing. Yeah. Um, and, like, we, I mean, the old saying is, like, time heals all wounds. But, like, in this situation, I feel like it's healing a lot of people. Yeah. Through, like, various different forms, whether it's family relationships, you and Jesus, relationships with other people, relationships with with friends. Like, even though you can't maybe see all your friends, you can FaceTime your friends. Like, people are finding different ways to cope, and I just love seeing people grow throughout all this. Yeah. And, and I know that I'm growing, for it's sure. It's so, like, crazy because we we have, like, distractions, so many distractions in our daily lives that keep us from spending time with Jesus and spending time with our families and things like that. Like, I can honestly say, like, my family has spent more time together in the past month, like, just, like, time around in the living room talking or watching even just watching tv together or whatever it may be we've spent more time in the past month doing that than we've done in a long time because you know I I was in college and before that my sister was in college and then before that like you know we were in high like I was in high school and junior high like we just had things and yeah we still have things but you make your time because there is a lot more free time yeah and like I've seen families post on Facebook about, like, young, with young kids that, like, have all the, like, extracurricular things that they always do. You know, they don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, finding time to just rest and... Yeah. yeah. It's so cool just to see everything and everyone. And it is cool to see how everyone is coping and dealing with it. And my favorite thing, though, is the people who are, and, like, I am trying to be so positive throughout this whole mm-hmm. thing. Because it's so easy to be negative, but, like, why would you want to live your life down all the time and be like, well, we can't do this, we can't do this, we can't do this, we can't do this, can't go here, can't hang out with these people. But, like, think about what you can do and what you can do for others and how you can be that light through social media, whatever. Like, just be that light to the people you do get to encounter whenever you go get groceries. Like, be that light, smile. Like, it's just... Every little positive thing makes a difference because everyone's so negative about yeah. this. And so and something I feel like, like positivity is important. Like I don't know who might be listening and I don't know like what environment and community you live in. But like something that we've done, like me and Allie and a few of our friends and family, like we went and rode around in a vehicle and just knocked on people's doors and stood back at the car and waved. And, like, mm-hmm. the joy on some of these people's faces. We left people, like, bawling their eyes yes. out. Because they were like, first of all, I haven't seen people. But second of all, like, y'all just made me smile. Like, yeah. And, like, they were crying. And we had signs that said, like, we miss you. We love you. Hey, you smile. Like, 
just the simplest things. Yeah. And people were so grateful just for, like, the positivity. Yeah. And so It is important. so, so important mm-hmm. because it's, like, people are just down. Like, like, they don't know how to spend their time. And especially if you live in a house, like, I don't – like, my grandparents have talked about how they're just, like, kind of getting sad and lonely because they're by themselves all the time, and they're, like, super scared about it just because they are and older. Like, my grandpa is 80, and uh, my grandpa, I mean, my grandma is in, like, her 70s, and it's, like, it is scary. And so, just finding those simple ways to, like, put a smile on people's faces and just... You know, just be positive and hopeful and, like, oh, I have to brag on someone real quick before I forget about it. But about being hopeful and joyful, um, one of my good friends, Italia, I think I might have talked about her on the last podcast. Yeah, but she did. just is so kind. You just can't help but talk about her. But she and I have been having a conversation because she's a senior in high school. I'm a senior in college. So we kind of relate in this time. And we were just talking about how it's just kind of sad right now having all these things canceled. And, um, you know, what do you do? What Like, how do you find happiness and stuff? Well, then, like, two days later, I should get a text randomly. And she's like, hey, Kels, go look on your side porch. And she had, like, delivered flowers and had this card and was like, I love you. You know, we're going to make it through this. And like had scripture. Oh my gosh. Like literally almost brought tears to my eyes. And that's just so like being positive and finding little ways. And she was like, yes, I brought flowers. I disinfected the whole thing though. Don't worry. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. And yeah, it is a little sketchy and it is hard. And, you know, you do need to do what you can as a citizen and stay at home. But like, you know, if you're going to get in your car, go drive and, you know, honk or wave or call someone to look out their window or whatever you may think of. Just think of creative ideas to make people happy and make them smile. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, the biggest thing um, through this time that I've really been clinging to, obviously, is scripture. And... Um, one of my favorites right now, or it has been, but, like, it's really good in this um, uncertainty, uncertain times, whatever. It says, in Isaiah 26, 3, it says, You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And my favorite thing ever is to put, like, if I'm really, like, fearful or full of worry, anxiety, I will put, like, my name in there. Or, like, say her, like, you keep Allie in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because she trusts in you. And so I feel like it's really cool to also personalize scripture because mm-hmm. it helps it seem really relatable. And I feel like it puts me at ease. And what I do a lot to cope with like the fear and uncertainty and the worry is to like, if I feel myself getting worked up or getting nervous or anxious is I'll quote scripture over and over and over again in my head that just sits there and calms me down. Like my, one of my favorite ones is Philippians 4, 6 through 7. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So worry about nothing, pray about everything, and you'll have peace from God. And I feel like that's something we all can really cling to right now. Yeah. Mine, I think, 
Mine's just a little bit different because I am not much of a worrier, but I do stress out when I don't have control. And so this is something that I'd highlighted in the past, and it, I've been reading it, and I'm like, man, it really, really affects me. And this time, it like really means something. And it's Second uh, Corinthians twelve nine. It says, "But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me." I love that because it's like I'm gonna boast. Mm-hmm in my weakness. I'm going to boast in the fact that I'm not in control because guess what? If I'm not in control, that means that I'm giving the control to God. And if I can give the control to God, then he's got it all under control. He's got it. He has a plan. He already knows it's going to happen here. And all I have to do is cling to that and know that that's true. Mm-hmm. And I'm so big on sometimes I'll, I will just like be so turned off on a situation because I'm not in control, but that's not how we need to operate. We need to say, you know what? When I'm not in control, that's when I should be boasting because that is when God is in control. Yes. Yeah. Preach, sister. (laughs) Um, Also, I do want to like, we're not like wrapping up, but sort of. um, I know that a lot of people are struggling right now. Um, My heart hurts for the seniors. High school, college, it all. Weddings, funerals, nursing homes. I know there's so much sadness in this time. And that's the thing that I remember over and over again. That, like, Jesus is our hope. He has the victory. Like, just because your plans get canceled or something happens and you have to push back a day or whatever. That, like, there's a reason. There's a purpose. Like, Things will be fulfilled in his timing and not ours. And I feel like that's something that our society is so focused on. Like, my time, I wanted it. Mm -hmm. I wanted it now. Why can't I have it now? Like, now. Like, I want it as fast as I can. Like, we're going through drive throughs Like, fast food only. Like, everything's fast. Like, I want my grades back fast. I want it on this time. I want to do this now and this in an hour. And I need this here and that there and all this crap. That's like so me, me, me focus. And I feel like this is, again, like setting us all back, giving us a time to pause and like reflect on his will and not ours. And so, um, yes, but my heart does hurt for them. And it hurts that you can't change it. And brides that are having to push back their weddings, like I know they're sad. Seniors who can't walk that graduation field and get that diploma, like I get they are sad. And my heart does hurt, but, like, there is a greater plan. There is a greater purpose. Like, the hope we have is found in Jesus and not in, like, the circumstances. And, like, no matter the circumstances in this season of waiting, in this season of the unknown, like, we still have someone to praise. We still have someone to glorify. And Easter just happened. And, like, we serve a risen Savior. I was talking about how Easter is so different this year. But I was like, Jesus is still the same. Like, no matter everything that's changing and so unknown, Like, we have a God who's so steadfast, and His love and His grace and His mercy is, and so that's something that we can cling to. Like, we might not be able to cling to the world, but we can cling and hold fast to Him. It just reminds me a lot of, like, like Job. You know, Job literally had everything stripped from his life. Everything. Like, his whole family. Like, he didn't even have his family. Mm -hmm. Like, he had it all stripped, and yet he still found a way to praise Jesus. So, like... 
yeah, our events may be canceled. And I don't want you to think that we're downplaying that at all because, hey, I'm a senior in college. I am feeling the sadness. I am sad that we are not getting to graduate uh, on a normal graduation ceremony. But at the same time, though, like, how great is our God? We have so, so many reasons to be praised. And, like, He has so many reasons to be praised. We have reasons to praise Him. I read this one thing. It was in my Devo, and it was talking about how easily, not only, God didn't owe us Jesus. Mm. He didn't. He chose to send his son, and that was a blessing enough. And really, he could have easily decided to leave the picture and let us do our own thing, and then make our choice, and then, you know, never bless us again. And that's really what we deserve, because what he gave us in Jesus is more than we ever deserved. But he instead chooses to be a part of our daily lives and he chooses to fellowship with us and have a relationship with us. And like, why downplay that? Like, yes, it is sad. Yes, we are going through this time of loneliness and searching out who and what we trust in because what do we trust in? A lot of things are so crazy. Mm -hmm. You have to choose that. But like, let's remember, like, we are so blessed. Like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary. This sickness is scary. We don't know what it is. We don't understand it. It's There's a, so many unknowns. But, like, let's remember who is known. Like, he is known. Mm-hmm. And we can worship him and pray to him. Like, there's power in prayer. Yes. And 100%. There's so I, much power in prayer. We just have to, like, gather together as his people. Like, not mm-hmm. even just your church. Like, the church of God is like literally like everyone, every believer gather together and like lift his name high and pray. And, you know, like we need an answer. We do need, you know, help in this situation. So like, let's pray for it instead of just like staring off clueless. I I don't know. Like, you know, this is not a time to just say, well, I quit. No, let's do something about it. Let's pray. I just think that it's just always that, thing to remember that hope and where it's found because he is our greatest living hope you know you could I could quote so many songs right now uh-huh. and everything that I've just like been thinking about and it's just running through my head but like we just wanted to like come and just talk about and like just let you pull up a seat to this table of you can bring all your fears you can bring all your worries you can bring that uncertainty that you know, out of control, like, feeling, because you can bring it here, because we're, we're in the same boat as you, and we want you to know that you're not alone, and there are people that are worried, and it gives you something to laugh about, gives you something Mm -hmm. to hope, we hope to inspire you, and just to fill this world right now with this positivity, because there's so much to be thankful for, and in this time, just look and see what's good. Yeah, and we don't, like, we don't have all the answers. Like, we literally just talked about, I probably spent half my bank account in Dunkin' Donuts. And I guess iced coffee is, like, my coping mechanism. But anyways, we don't have all the answers. But it's just something to talk about is how do you cope in such a crisis? And, like, the only answer and the only hope that we have is Jesus. Like, that's it. And... We hope that as you listen and as you're listening at home or wherever you may be in your car, that 
you realize you have the same hope that we do. Mm-hmm. That no one's excluded from this. Everyone's included, and we hope to all also, like, portray that in this podcast. Like, that's what it's about. It's, like, about pulling up that seat. Everyone's included. Your emotions, your state of mind, what, wherever you're at, literally, in your headspace, in your location space, like, wherever you're at, you're loved, you're included, you're welcomed, like, this is an open space for you, and we want y'all to talk to us back, and we hope to just give some positivity, give some encouragement, and just to be a reminder that, you know, Jesus is there, and, and even he loves in, you. And, like, such a hard time, like, it is right now, like, you may not be able to see the friends and the mentors that you have in your life right now, and I would just like to extend the invite, like, if you are in a tough time, and you are lonely, or you're dealing with sadness or anxiety, feel free to reach out to us, um, you know, we're talking about, we're keeping ourselves busy, but that's what kind of just random task, and, like, we're always here, and we're always there to, like, lend a helping hand and a listening ear. Allie is super good at being empathetic. I am super good at giving you that honest opinion. <laughs> um, so you can get it take from <laughs> us both. You, if you want to write us an email, it's pullupaseat at gmail.com. Or if you want to DM us on Instagram, it's Pull Up a Seat Podcast. Um, Absolutely. Just so, reach out. Yeah. And even if you're just saying hi, like, we love to hear from you. We love uh, getting to just hear how this podcast has, um, you know, affected you in any way, shape, or form. And, um, yeah, so if you want to send some questions or a topic or something that you might uh, want us to talk about? Go we ahead and reach out. Whatever it is, yeah, like advice, encouragement. But um, we just want we just wanted to say that we love you all. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening, and we will hear from you or see you. Well, not really see you. We're not really see you. But, but here you'll hear from us soon. Yeah, hear from us soon. <laughs> Peace out. See ya. Bye.